On this episode of Who You Got, we talk about college basketball and the debate between who's better, the Big Ten or the Big 12. Then we go to World Juniors and we talk about how the tournament's gone so far. Then we hit our very, very debatable top 20s and we give a list in segments of five of who our top 20 lists are. Then hot and cold and, and our takes. All right, here we go. usual anthony davis lover oh my number God. one <laughs> just playing we'll get back to that we'll get back to that but like how are we all doing today i know graham's all fired up about the patriots game yesterday oh yeah i love cam newton love Go cam patriots newton. love cam newton love cam newton that was my that was my hot team buffalo bill is what i said you say that save it to the end i did Graham, kick us off here. Let's get going. All right, let's hop right into it. We got college basketball, a lot of good games, a lot of good games coming up. You know, before we start, I just want to give a quick update on the rankings. We got Red Hot Northwestern starting off 3-0 in the Big Ten, jumping, in, jumping into the top 25, number 19 in the country. Uh, Minnesota, another Big Ten team, uh, jumping to number two in the country. Uh, kicking out UNC and Xavier. So, uh, who's number two in the yeah, country? So let's start. No, number 22. Oh, I said number two. Nah. Uh, but yeah, so two Big Ten teams in the top 25. That makes nine now. Um, so, what, what does everyone think about the Big Ten in college basketball right now? Because I think I think you could honestly make a case for ten teams being in the top twenty-five with Indiana, and I, I think they're by far the best conference in college basketball. Indiana is currently getting four votes for making the top twenty-five. Florida, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, is Florida State still top twenty-five? There, right? They're like, yeah, they're, they're 18. 18. eighteen. They're up. Okay. They're up three. Well, I know Indiana played um, Florida State earlier in the season, right, and barely lost. So that's a that's a top twenty-five team that they almost beat. I know that almost doesn't really say a whole lot, but I know that Indiana's got a great program. I'd argue that they're potentially top twenty-five as well, and I definitely argue that the Big Ten is better than the Big Twelve. Yeah, I agree too. I think the Big Ten is just way more talented and than everybody else, and they just have teams that can really win it all. Um, I say I mean, five or six teams I can see going far. More talented? I don't know because I the, Big 12, the Big 12 does have five teams in the top 13 and the Big 10 only has two. So like like the peak talent, I think you get, you got to give it to the Big 12, but like mm-hmm. the Big 10 has just proven to be like a much deeper division. There's obviously more teams, 12 instead of 10. So that's like a little bit of an advantage there. But um, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous going through the, the AP top 25. It just looks like, it just looks like the big 10 rankings. So quick point real quick. I think in my opinion, the big 12 has more teams that can go deep and potentially win the national championship in March. But I think that the big 10, sorry, did I say big 10? 
no, Big 12 has more teams that can kind of go down the line and maybe win in March. And then Big 10 is kind of like a deeper, I think a deeper, more even conference. I'm, I'm fading that. Yeah. I, think that. I, I, I agree that the Big 10 is better from top to bottom. I mean, you look at the schedule that these teams play and anyone can be anyone. I mean, we see Northwestern who is projected to be very low starting off three, three and oh. I mean, other than like Penn State, Nebraska, um, and not even barely, other than like Penn State and Nebraska, I would say that like any team can beat anyone. Maryland just beat um, Wisconsin, number six in the country. And I think, I think they're, I agree that they're the best conference top to bottom. But I'm going to have to disagree that the Big 12 is more teams that can make runs because when I look at the teams, I I see Wisconsin, Rutgers, Iowa, Illinois, all just as good as every top team in the Big 12, minus Baylor, who I think is the best team in the country, better than Gonzaga. But, but we'll get there. We'll get Stop there. That. We'll get there when we get to Gonzaga. Um, well, let's talk about it. But I think, I think that, that – those top teams in the Big Ten and the top teams in the Big Twelve are just as good as each other, and they can make runs. Well, I think I think we need to talk about Wisconsin because I think they're better than people are saying they are. They have one win versus a top twenty-five team, and if you look at their schedule, they play number twenty-one Minnesota on Thursday. Um, next week they're going to play sixteen Michigan, fourteen Rutgers, twenty-five Ohio State. So already that's four times the amount of top 25 teams that they've played like all season long. And they are eight and two, but like they're coming off of a loss to Maryland yesterday. Um, So I think we're going to see a pretty big fallout with Wisconsin. I don't think they're as good as people are saying they have been. I can't wait for Wisconsin versus Iowa, bro. The most fundamental game of basketball going to be ever played. Wisconsin I mean, in the no, it's not going to be fundamental. It's going to be Wisconsin so fundamental. Play defense. Wisconsin can be so play defense. Pop fakes, jab steps. It'll be all over the place, baby. You're gonna love it. The <laughs> latest the the latest polls have Wisconsin the AP poll at six up three, and the coaches poll at seven up two. So, well, up two from what? Up three from what? When was it uh, uh, like from their last position? So they were nine in the AP poll last poll, and they were nine in the coaches poll last time. Yeah. So with the next poll, they're definitely going to go down because they just lost to unranked Maryland, and also like they look like they had a big win against Michigan State, but that's one win, and they've played nine nine other games besides that. And I mean, they've won eight of them, but it's mm-hmm. like Eastern Illinois, Green Bay, AR Pine Bluff. Arkansas. I mean, Pine Bluff. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about overrated teams and we're comparing the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, I think I want to talk about Texas Tech because, in my opinion, I think Texas Tech is very overrated. I think oh, like, I love you guys Texas are Tech. you guys are talking about them as like an elite school in college basketball. I honestly don't think they're even top twenty five material. I can name I can name twenty five schools better than them. They lost they lost to Kentucky or Kansas. They were lucky to win against Iowa. They lost to Houston, and other than that, they've beat very bad teams. 
I so, mean, they, they have they, beat two top 25 teams, one top 10 team. And they also beat Oklahoma, who, like, they're not top 25. Wait, who, who, which, bro, which two beat, top 25 teams did they beat? They lost. Just to, said. No, they lost to Houston and they lost to Kansas. I'm saying they, I'm saying they lost to two top 25 teams. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm sorry. Exactly. Say Are you agreeing with them? And Houston's and That's Houston's exactly fun. my point. Trini, I don't I'm know saying what they're going to right now, bro. Yeah, what's your point? saying they are worth top 25 because the only the two teams they've lost to are good they're not scrubs houston's okay. five in the country they're that's legit a point. that's a valid point i mean they lost houston's to no- they had, they lost to kansas by one point that's a great game and kansas is three and they kansas lost to houston and houston's group. five how much is Houston by? if you look at the top they lost to houston by 11 but if you look at the uh top 25 teams those are all teams that play just as tough even probably tougher schedules and yeah be, other than other than wisconsin and if you texas tech was very lucky to win that game at the end against oklahoma and if you if you change that win to a loss which it should have been their resume looks looks a lot worse and would I, you like me to I go see, through there sorry i just off. i just want to like i you just can't tell me that they're better than Rutgers, Illinois, Michigan State, like like schools like that that are right behind them. Like you just like just tell me why they're why they deserve you. To I'm gonna say you have a case and look at their schedule right now and look at the results. They played. I'll tell you what they played so far. They played Northwestern State, SHSU. They lost to Houston, beat Troy. I don't even know what the school is. Graham, Graham, AC, ACU, AMCC lost to Kansas and then beat Oklahoma on a missed two pointer at the buzzer. So, I mean, I think they're a good basketball team. I think they obviously haven't played anyone yet. Yeah, we just need to see more games. Yeah, we need to see more games. They have a conference play start. They have played teams. They played Houston and Kansas and they lost. They held Kansas to one point. I mean, they only lost by once. If you can they lost to lose two, by no, one I'm to Kansas, you got to be decent, bro. I got, that's, that's what I'm saying. They, they've lost to two top 25 teams, which helps their case. No, they're not losing to Scrubs. It's Houston or all. I haven't seen them play this year. Yeah, Houston's very good. Houston's good, yeah. Yeah, Houston's but good. I think this just comes back to my last point that the, that the Big 12 – in my opinion, has three has three teams that I could see making like a legit run versus the Big Ten, which has I would say four or five, maybe nah, not maybe six. All this talk about making five. a big run, bro. It doesn't matter because Gonzaga's just going to beat him in the end. Like it's just. Uh, <laughs> Gonzaga has the toughest, like one of the toughest schedules so far this year, and came out undefeated. Like, so we want we want to talk about Gonzaga. Yeah, I would love to. Unanimous number one. Gonzaga is not the best team in the country. Like you sound, you sound dumb. I don't care. The best team in the country is Baylor. No, here's why. Baylor is the best defense. Big Twelve country. Baylor is Big Twelve. Baylor. I said, if you remember earlier, I said everyone except. Baylor is very comparable to the top teams in the Big Ten. But Baylor puts up the seventh most points in the country, 94 points a game, while only allowing 61. 
Gonzaga puts up the fourth most at 94, while they allow 74 points a game. Gonzaga just uh, 94 points a Gonzaga game. scored 100 on the Virginia defense and beat Iowa by like 20. Iowa's a very Gonzaga, good team, too. Gonzaga and Baylor put up just as m- many points. Uh, Baylor has a possible national play of the year, and they defend so much better than Gonzaga. When it gets Gonzaga's tournament better. time, when it gets late in March, Gonzaga can score, but Baylor can defend them. And Baylor, I think Baylor's the only team in the country that can defend them. And when they meet in the national championship game, Baylor is going to defend them I'm and win the national championship. Right, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mark, are they playing? Right are they playing? Are they playing Good. again? Are they playing again before potentially? The yeah, they got. I wish that game to get postponed, bro. Oh that game got postponed, but I don't know. Like, are they going to play? Are they going to finish that game? Awesome. I would love to they're, see that. They're thinking about. Um, I would love yeah, to see. Hopefully, that. then we can see the true power of Baylor's defense. Nah, bro. You'll see. You'll see. All, all I'm going to say before before I move on to, to my last point I want to make about college basketball is Baylor is the best defensive team in the country, in my opinion, and defense wins championships. So when it comes, when it comes to championship time, it's going to be Baylor on top. That's all I got to say. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on, the last uh, last segment before I pass it pass it on to Chenny. So I want to talk about Kentucky. So Kentucky has just looked terrible this year. They can't win games. Do you guys think that they they can turn it around and become a tournament team, or or is this finally the year that Kentucky doesn't make the tournament? They sent the kid home. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the last time like oh, a, like a Kentucky team sent a kid home because he was like crying about playing time on the bench, which is like what seems to be going on. But I mean, that just that just shows a lack of like. I think that just shows like a lack in the locker room of like trusting each other and becoming like a full team. So I think like they don't have the team but aspect. Right, aspect. Right, but, look, but look at what Calipari did, right? He sent he sent him home. He said. We don't have we don't have the space we don't have the room for that in our program. So he he, he, oh, yeah. he told him to leave because that's not the kind of culture that he's going to foster. Um, and I think that really says something about Calipari as a coach. Obviously, they're having a off year. They don't have as much talent as they've had in years past. But I personally believe that they can turn things around um, and try to develop a at least slightly winning culture, good enough to make the tournament by the end of the season. I love Calipari. I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like he doesn't have control of the room, which clearly he does because he's got to get home. So it's just a matter of they can kind of bounce back from this kind of incident that kind of could break like a team apart, which is, yeah. So. You know, in my opinion, I, I don't think uh, this is a year for Kentucky. They're so young. And I think last game they played, they didn't have a single player uh, playing who had played on the team last year. I think the team is young and experienced. They obviously cannot win games. They, the only game is against – the only win is against um, – what, what school is this? First game of the Moorhead year, right? Morehead State. The Morehead only State. win is against Morehead State, where they scored 81 points. 
in my opinion, I don't think I don't think uh, this is the year for Kentucky. Agreed. Well, we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, but <laughs> they've been they've been good for a long time, so maybe maybe they've had this coming. It's like the Patriots. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Let's just go to the next segment. All next right. Segment, so this is this. Pass on to Chenny. This is my five to eight minutes about uh, professional hockey and junior hockey that a lot of the other guys in this podcast don't know much about. So I think you'll hear a lot of me talking for the next five minutes real quick. I mean, feel free to chime in on anything you hear boys, of course, but oh, I, mean, I, just give you a- I think, I think that you value my opinion a lot, especially surrounding the beautiful game of hockey. Of so um, take, take it away. Take it away. Let's hear about this frozen water, Johnny. All right. So <laughs> hockey real quick. So let's talk about the world juniors real, really quickly. Great tournament so far. Uh, it's been fun to watch for the most part. Uh, group A and B. So, I mean, the major, major teams in Group B, we'll start with Group B here. Sweden's in the leading the division right now, uh, six points, and they have the better goal differential. So, they uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know what, what it is. I don't know what the tiebreaker is. I'll have to get back to you on that. But Sweden's in first in the division. And then it's the United States who have a stacked team this year. I'm sorry, the U.S. does have a loss. So, that's why Sweden's in first. Sweden's 2 0. U.S. is 2 0. 200 and one. So Sweden, thus Sweden wins the tiebreaker. Yeah, I, I messed up there. I didn't, I didn't see the record. They have it weird on the website, but yeah, yeah, I was gonna um, say, I think Sweden does. Yeah. Well, they haven't played the same amount of games. That's why I thought they played the same amount of games. Uh, IKEA, baby. But, yeah. So Sweden's in first, two and all. U.S. in second, two oh oh, two oh oh and one. And then Czech, who U.S. played today and killed them seven seven nothing i think it was so the u.s is there's a clearly a divide Wait, I, between I, the I have a question the division. I, did yeah. you say two oh oh and one a overtime loss so it's two oh oh and one okay okay they, if they won an overtime it'd be two oh one and oh but because they lost okay. overtime that's how they, that's how they do it in this tournament right, um so then it goes check in third and russian four russia's a Russia's having an off year, I would say, in the World Juniors. Usually a powerhouse in the World Juniors. Czech has a tough time. They're going to have to play them soon because we'll see who wins out of that matchup. But I think Sweden and U.S. take this division and go on to the next round. And then kind of moving over to Group A, Canada, favorites. uh, Probably the favorites every year. Two and all. They're really good this year. I think I saw a stat where 75% or maybe like 18 guys on their on their roster, all first round draft picks. And I think the next closest might be like the U S with like nine, 10 draft picks. And I mean, that's amazing that Canada can field a team with all first round or almost all first round draft picks. That's insane. So I think Canada will come out. We'll win that group 19 goals for three against. So they're very, very good. Then Finland, Finland has a good team this year. So, but the rest of that division is kind of on the, on the, the lower half of the tournament here, they have Germany and, and Switzerland at the, at the back end of that division. And poor Germany. I think it's like their first year in the tournament, they let up 24 goals in, in, in two games. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's a tough blow. I'm sorry. Three games. That's a tough blow. I mean, you play. You, let's, yeah, talk about, uh, let's talk about team USA's went over Austria. Huge game. 11 yeah. mm-hmm. Monster. Same, same. The same thing. These top end teams in the, in the world juniors just kind of, 
they, they kind of kill these lower end teams just because of the amount of talent on the U.S. and Canada's rosters and, and it, Sweden for the most part. I, I think of it as more of an opportunity for, you know, just like stat boosting, if you will. And, you stat know, stat boosting. You, you, yeah, you saw that a lot with, um, with with the Austria game, you know, Trevor Zegris with four points. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> really, really provided, really provided a lot of opportunity for um, more of the team to kind of get involved, um, get to feel comfortable on the ice. Um, and you know, I think I think games like that really help bring the entire roster together and get everyone involved. So I'm really looking so forward to the future, and I'm excited to see what Team USA can do. Really quickly, it's Trevor Zegris. My fault. I'm sorry. And then uh, half of the U, more than half of the U.S. team has played together on NTDP for the past two seasons, which is the National Development Camp team. So they've had, I mean, their chemistry is off the charts. They've played together for the last three years before going to college. So, but really quickly, players I like in the tournament, Zegris leading the tournament with 10 points. Kid's awesome. Five goals, five assists. He's looking like an absolute stud out there. The Ducks have a great player in him, and I think he can make him, make some noise in the NHL in the next couple of years. Cousins, number two in the tournament in points. It's with seven. I think he would have more points if Doc didn't go down with the injury in the scrimmage game, in the prelims. But for the most part, Cousins is doing a really good job for Canada, kind of leading them in points. I mean, I feel bad for Doc and the Blackhawks organization because Doc will be done for the next four to six months with that hand injury. He's having surgery. And quickly... Just a point on Strutzel of Germany. I think he's on, I mean, Germany is like a, obviously a mad team this year, but he's a really, really good player and he's putting up a good amount of points for what he has to work with on that Germany roster. So those are my players for the tournament. And then Cam York, defenseman for the United States, leading all D in, in defense. I think another player to watch, this is going to make you really happy, is um, Matthew Boldy um, out of Boston College. I know he's your guy, number 12th overall in the NHL draft. Um, he's been balling as of late, hat-trick in his last game. So we've seen a lot from him. What are your thoughts on Matthew Boldy? I like Boldy. He's a good player for BC as well. So I like Boldy. He's a good player. Prior, previously a good player for BC, correct? Or is he still a part of the... Um, so quickly, team? what happens is all these guys play in college right now and then they go back, they come from college for like this three-week tournament then they go back and play. So for whatever team they're on. So whether it's juniors or college, that's that's what kind of happens. So, But I'm, I'm reading he was drafted 12th overall in 2019 by the Minnesota Wild. Could you, could yes. you explain that a little bit as well? Just for our really quickly, knowledgeable. it's an NHL entry draft. So it's more like the MLB. If you know what that is, a player gets drafted and the team has their rights for three years. So if they can sign them, they have their rights for three years until they can sign into a contract. If they don't sign them in a contract for the next three years, then they go into the free agent pool and any team can pick them up. So Certainly. that's what happened with, that's what happened with the Hobie Baker winner a couple of years ago, Jimmy VC. He's on, I don't know where he is now. He was picked up by the Rangers, but he was a, his rights were to another team before his three years of a contract ended up. So, well, I know it's early, but I've heard some comparisons between Matthew Baldy and uh, Kopitar. So we're just going to have to wait and see, wait and see what happens. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is that, does that cover just about everything? Really quickly before we move on, uh, the Blackhawks are in a tough situation. They've had a tough week with Doc going out. And then today, actually news of Taves with an undisclosed injury. He'll be out indefinitely, hopefully not the entire season. He's having some health issues. So that's my take on the hockey world. Hopefully I'll get some more time next episode to talk about the remainder of the tournament. 
All right. Sounds good. Andy, thank you for providing uh, that commentary on on hockey since you're the you're the hockey guy here. But you know, now I like to transition it to the to our main part of uh, the podcast today, back to the uh, best winter sport, basketball and the NBA where we'll be discussing Shots already. Shots already. 20. Bramish is mad. I got my list. Back to winter sport. Damn. Top 20 NBA players. <laughs> All right. So, so we're going to go. Graham, explain the rules really quickly. All right. So, so we're going to discuss the uh, top 20 players in the NBA. Um, to start it off, we're going to go in segments of five. So like um, 20 to 16. 15 to 11. 10 can, to we, can we really quickly? Um, and I just and then, have, a, I have, a question, I have a question really quickly. Um, can we can we go through with just like a couple honorable mentions before we dive into it? Yeah, no, of course, of course. Nothing, nothing to argue. So we're not questioning anybody else, but just to kind of like get a little burden off your chest for leaving a couple of these guys off of the top twenty. Because I personally, yeah. I really wanted to find a way to throw all these guys in, but um, I just couldn't. So all right, Biggs. Well, why don't you start it off then? Let's hear your honorable mentions. All right. So my honorable mentions for the top 20 this year, I've got four of them um, on, on the verge, but just, just didn't quite make it as uh, uh, Chris Paul Jamal Murray, CJ McCollum and DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. I like that. I like that. You got DeRozan like that. Up that high. Okay. I mean, I respect it, but my honorable mentions. Um, so my first one is Pascal Siakam. My second one is um, Devin Booker. Oh, no. We're not debating. We're not debating. We're not debating yet. We're not going to argue that. This is is a homer pick, but uh, Jalen Brown. Stop. And my fourth one, uh, this is not like on the verge of top 20, but I think very soon he will be top 30, and that's DeMontis Sabonis. He's going to put up big numbers this year. Good passing, good passing forward. Uh, he's not quite there yet, but but I think he will be there soon. So I have to include him. I just have one honorable. Actually, I have two honorable mentions. One to agree with Biggs, Chris Paul, and two the kid from Oklahoma City. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't know what his name. I, it's shy. Shay, I don't, Shay, I, Shay Gilgis Alexander. There you go. He's my honor. I thought mind. you were about to. Say, I thought you were about to say the kid from Oklahoma and throw Buddy Heald on that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. That would have been. No, no, no. Buddy Heald is on my honorable mention list. Just well, I, I know. We know you love Oklahoma. We know you love Baker. You love Buddy. You love all of them. I don't like Oklahoma. All right, me. Uh, I have no honorable mentions <laughs> because my top twenty list is the real top twenty list, and there's no debate. So I have no honorable mentions. <laughs> All right, Aiden, why don't you kick us off then with your first yeah, five? With your perfect list. First five. First five. I would absolutely love to. All right. At 20, this actually might be a little controversial for you boys, but I think Jamal Murray's got in the top 20. Um, great season. Came short in the playoffs, but he's a player for the future too. Uh, 19, Paul George. Obviously, you know, what he can do. I had one bad playoff, so everyone's writing him off, but he proved this year so far this season that he can still compete. Um, 18, Russell Westbrook, um, took a little bit of a step back, but still, still is 
a very good player and a great point guard. Um, 17 is Kyrie Irving above Russell Westbrook, where he should be for sure. Um, in his first couple of games, you can see you can see how yeah, I've got both. his roles going to expand. Kyrie, I've got all right, Kyrie all right, let him finish. Let him for this season. And the, wait, what do I go to? 15 or 16? 16. All right. So my last player is Ben Simmons, the best out of those three point guards. Um, one of the best defenders in the league. Should have won defensive player of the year, possibly last year, and uh, is very valuable to that Sixers team. So that's interesting. Interesting. So if I may, Aiden, um, quickly, quickly, before you start, before you start. No, no. Can I say something just about the rule? Just about the, the us doing this. Just about us doing this. I think we go like we all know what order they're in. So you say the player, quick one sentence, then we move on just for, for time purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, continue, Biggs. Go ahead. I've, I've got a question. In, is is Bradley Beal not in your top 20? Because I, I don't know. I, is yeah. he not in your top 20? I was wondering that too. Bradley Beal is not in my top 20. And he wasn't even an honorable mention. There's no honorable mentions on this list. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. What? He averaged over 30 points last season. I could He's drop. On my list. I could drop twenty a game for the Wizards, bro. They have nobody. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> you, you said Russell Westbrook. They have Russell Westbrook. Well, now, but they're talking about last year, like going into the season, not who we think's going to be. So right? here's my question. Here's my question. The appeal yeah. for the, the appeal for Russell Westbrook obviously isn't team success or playoff success because he hasn't really done anything ever. Mm-hmm. He's never he's never led his team down down to the stretch. He hasn't even made it to an NBA championship, but that's besides the point. So I'm assuming that you're going based off of stats when you, when you throw Russell Westbrook on there, because obviously he averaged a he made it to the finals, Biggs. Did he? I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure that was that one. That three one, they blew a three one lead. The they lost the heat. Well, no, they blew the three one lead to the Warriors. And yeah. The, yeah. And the, Western Conference Championship, but I'm I did. Saying they I, made the finals. I about that earlier. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no, I'm just just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Stoda, Stoda doesn't yeah. have a ring. We we know this. Um, unless that's something I I also don't know about. I'd be pretty shocked to hear Ross Westbrook has a ring though. So if you're going off of stats, why? How can you not throw Bradley Beal on that list as well? Like. Because if you put Bradley Beal and Jamal Murray, if I say you put Bradley Beal on the Nuggets, he's not putting up Jamal Murray numbers on the Nuggets. I just simple. And if you put Jamal Murray on the Wizards, he's putting up better numbers. Okay, he's, so he's then Tommy, Aiden, 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 Tommy Aiden. by Jamal his Murray numbers, do you mean his eighteen and a half points per game, four rebounds, and four assists on an NBA like on a conference finals team? You're telling me you you're telling me Bradley Beal can't average eighteen four and four. Maybe, but I think averaged, Jamal, Jamal Murray's a better he player. He averaged thirty-four. He averaged thirty-four and six on the Wizards, and you're telling me if you put him on the Nuggets, with I can put up Jokic, twenty points a game Jokic, if I play the for the best, Wizards. The I can put up twenty man, points a game. The best passing big man in the league. He can't put up. Jokic gives so much opportunity. Come on, Jamal, come on. No, Bradley Beal has Bradley was working. Bradley Beal made the All Star game. He didn't. Obviously, the experts think the snubbed. same way. He got snubbed. Well, he didn't make it, so. He scores all right, 30 all right, points all right. Let's game. get to another list. All right, let's get to another list because we're still on 20 through 16 okay. and we've only talked about one list. Let's, let's just let's go through all, all of our lists then we can... Hold up. Let me go. Let me go. All of our lists. lists. All right. Let's all no give debate, our 20 and we'll debate to, after. Okay. Let's all give our 20 to 16 and then we'll discuss all of them. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yeah. I've got Trey Young, Victor... <laughs> I love it. You say Victor Oladipo? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
How would I know? How's that? <laughs> Say your list. Say your list. He's a better uh, singer. <laughs> Shut up. Well, like, no, he's not. Say your list. Listen to him sing, bro. He's good as Trey Young. As crap. Trey Young, Vector Oladipo, Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, and Joel Embiid. Joel is so. Aiden, Aiden. My fault. Oh All right, God. so here's, here's mine. Go. At number 20, I have Bam Adebayo. Number 19, Bradley Beal. Um, number 18, Joel Embiid. Number 17, Russell Westbrook. And number 16, Chris Paul. Before I begin, before I begin, I base my list on three things. Three things. Right. Other rankings. So a professional website's rankings. Then I did player efficiency, full player efficiency, full player value ranked on ESPN's value website. Then I did total offense and defensive rankings and values considered by both teams. So you're I going all depths about on advanced analytics. And my eye test. My eye test. But we all know about my eye test. <laughs> all right. Number 20, Brandon Ingram. Number 19, Jamal oh, Murray. Gonna be BS. This is- Number 18, Bam Adebayo. 17, Bradley Beal. And 16, Donovan Mitchell. I need to go back right. to Graham's list. I need to go okay. to Graham's list. So let me defend my list. Let me defend my list. Here I have go. a question for you, too. All right. First, I'm going to defend my list. Then you can ask my question. Bam Adebayo, one of the best defending uh, forwards in the game and can, and can score. Uh, Bradley Beal. 30 points score, super talented. Embiid, he he's a good defensive player. He's a good offensive player. But I just I just think that everyone else on my list is just better than him. It's a, it's not that he's bad. It's just that I think that everyone else is better than him. Russell Westbrook, he he his production went down with James Harden, but he, he's still just as good as he was when he averaged a triple double. And Chris Paul, Chris Paul he's not a guy that you look at the stats and see him as a top 20 player, but he, he's a winner. And wherever he goes, people win. He went to the thunder and they were projected to be terrible and they won wherever he goes, winning goes. And that's why he's a top 20 player. One of the best point guards in the league still. Quickly. Right, well, I would like yeah. to, I would, I would like to yeah, help go Graham ahead. out here. I'm going to help Graham out here. I had a, had a bio higher and that is because his, his like his versatile his versatility index has him at eleven point two, and that's one of the highest on the list that I have. It also his offensive rating is also one of the highest on the list. He's lacking in defense a little bit based on last year, but I think he's made a huge jump in defensive in defensive at a one hundred two. On defense, he can so, guard. He can guard any position on the floor. If he I agree, switches I out on a, a guard, I don't think anyone has a problem with Bam Graham. But when you put Russell Westbrook over Joel Embiid, that's where there's an issue. Like that. No, is, there's 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 no issue with that. How and what? What's way? the issue? What's Joel Embiid is li- without. You saw the game without Joel Embiid that Sixers played. They literally look lost. They look clueless. So Joel has more of an impact and a better player than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is a better scorer than him. Debatable. I think Embiid Embiid is a is a better defender, but I think it's Westbrook, hard to compare because they're different positions. But they're, just, they're different positions. It's hard to compare. But you just gotta like think about it, bro. Like, Westbrook gets Westbrook gets so many rebounds. For for a point guard, he can score. He can score, um, even though he's kind of lacking a jump shot. 
Um, he can get to the rim with his athleticism. I think he brings like, like something that like the intangibles to a team that Embiid doesn't. If you watch Embiid play, his attitude on the court compared to Russ's, he, he Russ Russell Westbrook brings up his teammates, makes his teammates better. Embiid, I feel like you just give it to him in the post, and he just. It's a bucket. It's a bucket. All right. All right. I hate to cut this conversation short, but let's hit 15 through 11. And then if you want to come back to this, we can, because we can talk about Joel Embiid because he's in, he's in my, my next five. So. Let me me really quickly. You guys all laughed when I said all He was. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That is ridiculous. Victor Oladipo at best is at best is 40. In that yeah, I was like top best. 35, top 35. Maybe. Why Maybe. you guys are all sleeping? I told you I understand. Okay, I understand. I understand it's early in the season, but he's been hurt. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. He was hurt all last year. He's healthy right now. He's shooting 65% from the field, 70% from three points, and averaging 22 points a game on the undefeated Pacers. So Pacers look good. Pacers look good, but he is taking? not a top. How many 20. shots is he taking? He's He's is he taking best, a lot of shots? You know what's crazy though? He's why, not even why would that on the Pacers. Why would that matter? Wait, wait, wait. Because stop. if he's not taking a lot of shots, then his obviously his percentage is going to be high. He's put up twenty two though. Because I'm saying if guys on that team, so how could he not be taking a lot of shots? Wondering. I don't want to take I, no, this season. Stats don't really count, bro, because it's so little games. That's what I'm saying. That's, what but, I'm saying. that's why that's you know. In my opinion. Victor Oladipo is not even the best player on the Pacers. It's yeah, okay. You think Sabonis is better than him, bro? Like what? He is. He's a Sabonis, stat hatter, bro. Sabonis is a power forward. He gets he gets a lot of rebounds. He averaged twelve and a half rebounds last game. He's a good passing forward. Victor Oladipo is just an average guard in the NBA. Oh, not average. I'm no. not going to say average. No, I'm not going to say. What are you? By, by average, by average, I mean like average in starting fives. It's at, if that makes sense. All right, no. next five. Nothing. All right, all right next I got five. it. Graham, go. All right. All right. No what? comments till the end of all of our. All I'll go. Of- I'll go. I'll go. All right. Fifteen Donovan Mitchell. You yeah. Fourteen Tatum. I think he'll get better and better, but I think he's there for now. Uh, thirteen is Jimmy Butler, proven veteran, all star. Um, over Tatum for sure. Uh, 12 is Joel. Oh, wait, I have Butler twice. I don't know what happened. Jo- th- uh, 12 is Joel. And then I'm just going to go to uh, 10 is Jokic. And that, that's that's my next five. There was no 10, but that's... Okay. I skipped... I put Butler twice. I don't know who I meant to put there. Maybe Booker. All right, all right. All right. I guess I'll... I guess, I guess I'll go. Or do you want to go, Biggs? I'll go. Because I'll, my list is a little similar to his. Aiden, I respect your 15 to 10 range Thank more you. than I respect your uh, your other list. But it's definitely not it's definitely not the list. So oh, I'll just list. I'll just start it off. I've got I've got Jokic, um, then Paul George, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, and then Jimmy Butler. Didn't you say Devin Booker wasn't on the list? No, that was Graham. That was me. Oh. Yeah, okay. We can come back to that later. Question. All right. Go ahead, Grant. I'll, I'll go. Number uh, 15, I got Ben Simmons. You know, very good perimeter defender and point guard. Uh, 14, Jimmy Butler. Obviously, he can win. He's a vet. Paul George, one of the best two-way players in the game. People, I think people forget about him, how good of a defender he is. 
12, Jason Tatum. Obviously, he can, he can get buckets. That, that's it. Um, and number 11, I got Dame Lillard. All right, here we go. I'm up. Embiid, 15. Irving, 14. Booker, 13. Butler, 12. Tatum, 11. I like it. Okay, okay. I, have, I, have, I have something that I need to say before anything else is said. Oh, wait, well, comments. Please, comments. We're done with our list. Will Biggs. Comments. Will Biggs. Can you please tell me how Nikola Jokic is so low on your list? Because on mine, agree. On mine, on mine, he's uh, number eight. Look, he's a good, he's a great shooter, especially for a big man. He can shoot the three ball. He's the best passing big man in the league. But I was watching, I was watching the Nuggets choke a game the other day. And I just like it was the it was the end of the game. He just he he's he looks so unathletic. His his basketball IQ. I have a little bit. Of, I have a little bit of bias. Whoa, right whoa, now. whoa! I know you did not just say Nikola Jokic has a bad basketball IQ no, 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 and no, say no, that no, he's no, the no, best no, passing no, big no, man no, in the no, league. How does that even make sense? He's just fat, bro. I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> like lock man. <laughs> I'm There's talking about clock management. I'm talking about dribbles the ball the for like 22 seconds. Like Chris moving around, like fakes a little pass to Jamal Murray and like takes a step back shot and just misses it. Nuggets end up losing the game. But my, my point, that's not even my point. I'm just saying like, he's not, he's not athletic enough to, for me to be in my top 10 list, which is why I have to put him just outside of that. He's a good shooter. He's a great player, but he's just not top 10. Okay, so I'm, I'm cool with that. So what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is that he's out of your top ten because he's unathletic and because he had bad clock management in the single game he watched this season. He gets that, he gets gassed. Is that what I'm hearing? He, he gets gassed. Is that what I'm hearing? Because that's what you just said. He gets uh, gassed. Easy. He gets gassed easily. Answer my question. No, answer my question. What happens at the end of the games when you have a fat player running not around? Games. <laughs> no. In the season, not bro, he games. Ch- not bro, he games. choked in the bubble. He choked in the we're bubble. Not, we're not saying game. I'm saying single game. You you just I think, Jam- about I think Jamal Murray threw the ball anyways. Jamal shut out right. the ball. Look, look. Jamal you have to remember. Jamal you have to remember. He is a center. He's a center. You're, you just compared a center to Chris Paul. Okay, first of all. <laughs> and you're basing this off a single game. Nikola Jokic is the best passing center in the game. He's one of, honestly, I'll go as far to say he's one of the best passers in the league. No. At, stop at the center it. position. Stop it. Stop he can score inside and out. He gets rebounds. And I think he's, he's solidified himself for the past season or two as a top 10 player. He's a great player, yeah. as a great player, which is why he's in my top 15. He's just not top 10 because he can't – he's not a superstar. You need somebody more to win a championship. I agree. He's 10 for me, though. I agree. In my opinion, right. I think Nic- – right. before we move on, in my opinion, I think Nikola Jokic can be the best player on a championship team. Okay. All right. All right. Does anyone have any other points about uh, 11 through 15? No, nah. no, I get that, that. That's all my mind was on. My all question, right. I don't, I don't. We can talk about this later. But why do you have Lillard so low? I did think about that too. Okay, so this kind of like the Embiid thing, where I just think that when when I read out 
my top 10. I don't think Lillard's over any of them. Even though he can score and pass, but I think as an all-around player, like obviously I, I think he's kind of overhyped, not overhyped, but like people people put him as a top 10 player in the league because he's made a bunch of clutch shots. But that's we're not looking at like who who makes crazy shots in the playoffs. We're looking at the best players. I think there's ten better players than him in the NBA. Nah, he's wrong, bro. All right, I got well, I'll, my, ma- I'll make my little. I'll make my little case next. Wait, you I have mean, a, you have another yeah, take, or do you want to? No, nah, go ahead. That's you. I'll just I'll make my case for Lillard when it pops up because oh, I'll say you, his name you. and then I'll say his name and I'll give it <clears throat> my point of view and then we can go on. All right, so my ten is Jokic. We just talked about him a lot, so I won't touch on him. Lillard is at my nine. Um, I kind of agree with Graham a little bit. There's definitely people better than him, but I feel like for my list, he's over Jimmy Butler, Joel Jokic. So I think he's good at nine. Uh, I have Steph Curry eight. Curry is over Lillard in my opinion. Probably the best shooter we've ever seen. Um, Kawhi seven. People are probably not gonna like that, but uh, I think he's a little. Uh, I just don't see him being better than some of the people. And then Lucas six. Uh, wait, are we going to six or five? Lucas six, 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 six. Right, Big skull. Six. That's low. All right. Um, I'll go. I've got Jason Tatum at number ten. Oh. Damian Lillard at number nine. James Harden, number eight, Steph, number seven, and Kawhi Leonard, number six. I like that. Well, I I'll, like that. Well, I'll go. Well I'll, well, I'll go next. I have Jokic at ten, and the exact same thing as Biggs. I got Lillard at nine, Harden eight, Curry seven, Kawhi six. Wow. Your Yo, list is terrible. Dab me up, Johnny. I like that. Virtual dab up. <laughs> All right, your lists are terrible. I'm gonna get mine. Number 10. Graham thinks he's Kyrie, so superior to all of us. Number 10, Kyrie Irving, the second best oh player in the league. That is so hard. Uh, number nine. Or, no, sorry, I respect it. I, I respect. I thought, about, I thought about putting Kyrie in my top 10. I really did. I put him at 12, but he's – you got to watch. He's, he's a top – I don't know. He's so good. He's so so Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie's just like – like he's just Kyrie. He's he's a different breed from everyone else. Yeah. All right. If you were mad at this Kyrie, you're gonna be mad at my number nine on the list, Giannis. What? All right. Continue. We're gonna debate. We're gonna be number eight, Jokic. <laughs> number seven, Giannis. Anthony Davis. And number six, Steph Curry. <laughs> You're out here to hurt people's feelings today. Let's, let me explain. You called our list back. You just called our list back. I can't back. wait to hear your top five. You called our list back. You're you're your list is MVP. The... You put the reigning MVP. Two years in a row. Two years in a row. Dude, no, no, no. a row. Dude the, box, the, boxer, the boxer one and two, and all of a sudden, Graham's over here. Oh, Giannis, Giannis. I've been, dude, I've, I've been saying Giannis. Giannis should not have won MVP. Should have gone to LeBron, but no. Oh, all right. That's another discussion. That's another discussion. I agree, but Giannis is so. So let me go through my list. Kyrie, Kyrie averaged almost thirty points last last year. He's show stopping. He barely played. He's an elite point guard in the NBA, and I think I think you could make a case for like 
Dame or Tatum or Paul George. Like I, I feel like those guys are all are all very close together. I just had Kyrie come out a little bit ahead of all of them. But like I, I could see why you wouldn't have Kyrie in your top ten. Um Giannis, he has no jump shot. It's simple as that. He has no jump shot. You saw that the heat locked him down with a the heat locked him down. He has no jump shot. He's so predictable on offense. If you get him in the half court, you can stop him. The only the only place he really is like a top five player in the NBA is on the break. He's so predictable in the half court. Top um, one in the break. Top one. Can I make an argument? Can I make an argument real quick? Yeah. From my versatility, approximate value, he is the highest player in the NBA at a 17.2. The next closest person is at a 15.9. That takes in consideration all stats, every single stat, and how effective he is when he plays basketball. He is second in offensive rating with 116. I don't care. I don't, I don't and a defense, he is top five. A jump, a jump a shot. Is rating. You have to think about everything else he does for the box. He rebounds. He occasionally passes. He's a he's one of the best defenders in the league. He can block shots. He's, he's a top five player. He's he's, he's efficient. He might top like you could player. argue you could argue he's not top four. Like, but what did you have him at nine? That's too nine. I'd, I'd accept like that's six. too low. Who'd you say over him? Who'd you say over him? Uh, Jokic. Stop. So Fat man. Yeah, I, Fat I, man. I've already I've already made my Jokic case. Best passing center, but moving on since I already made that case. Um, number seven, Anthony Davis. I think he gets low. he too gets low. too hyped up. He's he's a great uh, power forward, but without LeBron, without LeBron, I don't think he's considered a top five player that most people see him as. I think he's just outside the top five. Um, I think he's a great player, but I think that LeBron just elevates him to a new level. And, and Chetty's got him at number so one. That's a smart uh, I changed my that. list. I changed my list. I took in consideration the eye test and and my new stats, bro. My new Chetty, stuff. What, stats. Wait, okay, okay. For for can for the podcast, can you just explain the eye test one more time, please? Like, what do you say when you say that every time? Because how much? Okay. Also, domination. Leading the team <laughs> and wins. What are these vocabulary words? Wins, wins. So then, and how and how good your? I'm sorry, not wins. How good your team is? If you're well, if the you're Lakers just won wins. the championship. Okay. Okay. All right. So how yeah, they won the championship? How well? Yeah. So you're oh wait, so you're saying that the better the team does, the the more that uh elevates the player in your eyes? I test. I said the better he helps his team to win the games. So if he's helping his team win. No, I hate to I hate to break it to you, but the Lakers don't win a championship with Anthony Davis. They don't even go to the finals with without with Anthony Davis. So you want me to put Anthony Davis one now? You want me to put Anthony Davis one now? What? No, you with, want me to put Anthony with, Davis? I'm saying down. with just Anthony Davis and without LeBron. Oh yeah, He's the like, Lakers do not. Here's what I'm saying. To just the I agree. Well, I, well, you know I what? agree. You know what I'm which saying? Is, which is my point that his impact. I think Chenny. I think Chenny is just changing up on what he said last time, which is just like what, yep. like, like what are we, bro? Like what's, what's next? I switched two. Next players. episode? No, no, no. Next episode, you're gonna have like Chris Middleton at number two, bro. Like <laughs> I can't take anything you say seriously now. <laughs> How? Milton's raw, bro. All right, let's get to let's get to five, bro. All right, wait. Let me let me 
let me finish my uh, list. So, so number six, I have Curry, who's, who's the okay. best, uh, who's the best shooter in the league. I think yep. people forgot about him because of his injuries, but yep. what he does for the team is is like aside from maybe like LeBron and Durant, I think he he's probably the third most impactful player. Yep. Defense though, bro, his defense. Doesn't matter. This is the same case for Harden. You don't need defense when you're when you're getting buckets like he does. He's also a point guard. That's why Harden would be one thing if like Giannis was a defensive liability. You have Harden over Curry, right, Graham? Yeah, Harden's my top five. That's also that's also why that's why the Warriors had so much success because they had a two way player in Clay Thompson, which took some of the defensive pressure off of Steph. It's not. It's not necessary to win championships or be great or be great in the NBA. So obviously that obviously Steph can still be number six. Quickly, sorry, quickly. Clay's playing this season. Is he top twenty? Yes. Yes. Well, 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 well. What do you mean? Based on based on like, is he I mean, on your list? He's coming. He on your list. He's coming he off of an. He's coming off of an ACL. So I would have had to have seen him play preseason games. Yeah, I don't know. I'm maybe, putting them top maybe. 20 regardless. All right. All right. Let's move on. We I mean, already, we already, let, me, uh, let me say one thing about Clay Thompson first, since we're talking about him. <laughs> if there's one player who can come back from an ACL and an Achilles and still be great, it's going to be Clay Thompson. He scored what? Like, how many points did he drop on what? Like 11 dribbles? Like, he's just. Yeah, he's a shooter. He's a shooter. He's, He's he's a shooter. He's one of the best catch and shoot players in the NBA, and he the best, he, the best, the best, the best. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to get even more controversial and derail the group. But if you're going to agree with me, yes, he's the best catch and shoot player in the NBA, and he's just shown that he can score without handling the ball, which I think is huge coming off of an injury to just be able to huge shoot um, and knock down the shots that uh, he's been knocking down. So. I don't know. I think he's definitely going to be able to come back. All right. Breaking into the top five for me, I got Harden at five. Graham was talking about him a little bit, but like, like I said last week, teams like make up defenses to try to guard James Harden, which is that's automatic top five in my view. For Anthony Davis, um, tad bit overrated, I would say, but he's still a great player and uh, just coming off a of, off a of, uh, NBA Finals win. Three, Giannis, probably the most dominant player I've ever seen play, to be honest. is You can't guard him in transition. One-on-one, one, it's crazy. Number one, you think he's the most dominant player? Just based on, like, his build, his skill set, like, he's kind of – I think of, he's forgetting about LeBron. He's unguardable. <laughs> However, he lacks in things that my number one you – know, I'll get to that. Two is LeBron KD. James. Two is KD um, – you really don't have to say anything. He's just an elite scorer. He can he can defend when he wants to. It's just he's just crazy. Number one is LeBron, all around greatest of all time, best player in the league. It's just it's kind of no debate in my opinion. Thanks. All right. Um. So this is like I kind of agree with Graham um, and his Giannis take, but not enough to put him outside of the top five. So I've got him sitting at number five. Um, so number five, Giannis. Number four, Anthony Davis. Number three, LeBron. Number two, Doncic. Number one, Katie. 
Graham, go. Gosh, I can't. I can't. Graham, go. I think honestly, Aiden and I might have to break off and start our own NBA podcast. Just LeBron fans. What these bogus takes you guys are giving me. I know. You guys are I'm the segue. I'm the segue between the biggest LeBron hater you will ever meet and the like two biggest munchers besides Peyton Reed. So I'm I really I think I have a I think I got I'm a not, I'm not a munch, I just respect greatness. Like this is simple. Thank you. Yeah, you can respect greatness. I think what he's have the greatest player in the history of the NBA. I agree with you there, but he's number. Th- but he's not going to be better than John Chich or KD this season. All right, you'll see, bro. You'll see. We will see. I've not said anything controversial yet. No Are one you? has argued my list yet. Yeah, but you're about to say that Anthony Davis is the best player in the league. But <laughs> I, me, I told you I changed my list. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. All right, Harden, like Hayden said. He's he's one of the most unstoppable players in the league. Chenny, maybe and nobody's scores. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I need to say this, Chenny. Maybe nobody's coming at your list because you changed it because you're soft and you couldn't handle all the hate we gave you last episode for Anthony Davis number one. Like, how? Well, are you, you know gonna- what? I will I will flip it again and I will argue. Yeah. With <laughs> all right. Fine, I'll do it. All right, all right, all right. Let me think. I think I can list. keep my points valid. I can I can debate my points, even though I threw together that list episode in like ten minutes. But how do you like how do you like mistakenly make him number one based like, off of the eye test? Based so off of my eye, eye test, test is flawed. All right, go ahead. I'm got. Wait, Grammy, you said <laughs> no. I, I I was on uh, number five when Biggs cut me off. Yeah, go no, ahead, Graham. All right, so, go quickly, quickly, and I'll go quickly. All right, so, go, quickly. so number four, number four, Luka Doncic. This man, this man is a a generational talent and he, he puts up numbers. Kawhi Leonard, number three, the best two way player in the game. He can score on anyone. He can defend anyone. He's one of the best defenders in the league as well as one of the best offensive players. Number two, KD, probably the greatest scorer of all time. Definitely the greatest scorer I've ever seen. Uh, unstoppable. And, and his defense is very underrated. He can play defense. Number one, no surprises here. LeBron James, the greatest all-around of all time. He gets buckets. He passes. He rebounds. You heard your he takes on LeBron shots, last episode. He gets steals. He elevates his team to new levels that no other player in the NBA ever has, ever will. He is the GOAT, and he is the greatest right now. All right. Well, what do you mean ever? Well, like, like you had such a great argument until you say some cheat. Like, what are you saying, bro? Like, how are you going right. to make a guarantee that nobody's going to be better than him in the future? Now oh, you yeah, sound stupid. Now I'm you sound. I think Biggs and I little, should make an NBA podcast. <laughs> that was a little theatrical. All right, I'm up. Okay, here we go. KD five, LeBron four, Luca three, and then just, just for the sake of this podcast, I will switch my top two. Giannis AD. Well, you mean you mean switch again, switch again, switch okay. again, switch again. So now Giannis is two and AD is one for the sake of the podcast. Can you? You don't okay. I'm, I'm, roast my list. Go ahead. I have my. No, no, no. I have, I'm I have not my, roasting your list. I'm not roasting your list. Do you do you respect my list? Just, no, no, not at all. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> but but I have a simple question. What makes KD and LeBron the fourth and fifth best players in the NBA? Wait, can you wait? Who's that? Who's your number three again? Luca. 
How are you going to put okay. Luca okay, over let's... LeBron? Luca literally copies LeBron, bro. He, he, dude, he, I don't even know the uh, word. Uh, uh, he loves him. He, all all right, right, let's let's just hear. Why LeBron, him, so. Let's hear why LeBron and KD are the fourth and fifth best players okay. in that. Okay. In my eyes, in my eyes, I test. Put yourself in my eyes real quickly. Uh, this is not the eye test. KD did not play last season, and Achilles injury is very hard to come back from. If there's any player who can come back from an Achilles injury, I believe it can be Kevin Durant because he already has, bro. We've seen three He's come back. All right. All right. He's come back. I still have him at fourth. He's played three games. Okay. He's also established as the best scorer in the basketball, in the the world. He's the best (laughs) scorer in the world. (laughs) I said... Played two games. Sorry, two games. He's played two games. That's it. Okay. I will move him up the list as the season goes on. If he starts, if he starts showing he was the this player that he was before he got hurt. This is a proje- this is a projection for the season. This isn't something that you're supposed to just five. tweak. Five. Uh, go ahead. Five. Five. I'm not tweaking. Five. LeBron is four because I think he is a step down from what he was last season. How can you hate? Wait, wait, wait. How can you hate? Let LeBron? him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. <laughs> Okay. What were you gonna say? No, no. Say it. Say it. Say it. How say? can you hate LeBron so much? How can you sit at the dinner table and say he's the biggest loser on this earth, <laughs> and then put him over Kevin Durant? I don't get you, bro. I don't understand. It doesn't make this sense is, to me. You made a school for because kids, we're talking. We're talking about predictions. You just said we're talking about predictions, and I'm not putting bias in this. I'm not putting biases. I think LeBron is a very, very, very good basketball player. And nothing is ever going to change that. I think LeBron is a very good basketball player. As much as I hate him, as much as I hate LeBron, I think he's a very good basketball player. There's nothing wrong with me saying that and still hating it. Can I ask you a question? Do you think he's a good person? This is a little off topic, but I want... Do you think he's a good person? He's a great person. No, no, no. He's a good person. (laughs) He's a good person, but I think he's a loser. But we can come back to that another day. Wait, so he literally made a school for like kids, bro. Like millions of dollars in backpacks and school supplies, bro. Wait, so if he's a good basketball player, a great basketball player, and a great person, how can you hate him? I don't get it. Because he I flops. Because he flops. It's the only thing you can say. He's a crybaby. He's a crybaby. He gets calls and scores buckets, and that's why he's Avery Jordan. He gets calls. Exactly, he gets calls. Yeah. You see that steal he had the other night? You see the steal? You see that? That was a foul. He drew a foul on a player in the NBA. The referees let it go so he could go throw down one of his big dunks. Shoot, Aiden Graham, you remember that one time two days ago that it was a foul? That's that's my that's our last night. Foul. Foul. Well, NBA lets it slide. Can I can I continue with my list on why LeBron is four? Go ahead. No, this yeah, might be a bigger famous. conspiracy than than me and Graham running the fantasy football league, give, giving LeBron calls. <laughs> yeah. Both of them are right, true, then. bro. Oh, <laughs> no. Aiden. Uh, all right. Can I get to go. LeBron? Yeah, go, bro. So LeBron is four on my list because in total value, he is behind all of the rest of the players that are above him at a 14.6. His offensive rating is also behind all three of these players at a 115.4, but his defensive rating is better than all of them, except for one, except for one, which I love LeBron. Not, not, not. All right. I love LeBron. The fact that he's the fourth, he's four. 
Lullaby, you love I don't think anyone. You love LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I said, I Tyler Trenovert said he loves LeBron. <laughs> love LeBron and the fact that he's four on my list. I don't think I put him any higher. I don't think I put him any lower. Chani, anything you said before and afterwards doesn't matter. I'm taking your I love LeBron clip and it's <laughs> going on Instagram. I just want to let you know. <laughs> That's false. If you listen to the podcast, you know I hate LeBron. I also think he's a step behind from last year. If I ranked him last year, I would have had him too. But I think he has now gotten he has now gotten stuffed three times at the rack, which he wouldn't have done in the past years. He got spiked last night and he missed a free throw and he airballed it. So I think he's a step behind. <laughs> Airball the free throw. Yeah. He's the fourth best player in the NBA. Yeah, first time. The only reason. He, he airballs the free throw. All right. Okay. I'm done. For, I'm done for this. <laughs> Anyone else want to go? Cover your top three, bro. I no, got my top three now. Tell me, tell me why those three players are those three players are better than KD and LeBron. <laughs> All right, Luca. His his. Index is index. All of the combined stats. Jenny, Jenny, please. I hate to interrupt you, but oh, me, Biggs, and Aiden, we promise not to interrupt you from now on. But can you please tell me why these three players are better than LeBron and KD without using any of your advanced analytics? But I base my list off of my. No, he can use it. He can use it, but that can't be the sole reason. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We won't interrupt you from now on. You have the floor. My. Oh my God. All right. Luca, his combined index is a 15.9. Giannis at a 17.2, and Anthony Davis at a 10.7. Now, offensively, Luca is third among all three of those players at a 115.6, point two ahead of LeBron. That is not why I ranked him ahead of LeBron. His defensive rating is also better than LeBron on the stance of steals, blocks, and playing defense against who he guards. So I think Doncic is three because he's not better at a total value than Giannis or Anthony Davis. I think the effective shooting percentage of both of the players ahead of Dantic, Giannis and Anthony Davis is better, which means they're taking more effective shots throughout the games and making effective shots. That is why I have Dantic at three. Giannis reigning MVP, in my opinion, is, is uh, I think you should value that. So that's why I have him at two. So I kind of add that. He also averages 13 boards a game, which is good, which is more than any of the people in the top five. I think boards are very undervalued and his defense is very good as well. And Anthony Davis is one. Here's my argument. His effective shooting rating is the highest among all these players. He takes good shots, effective shots. His value is at 10.7, which is worse than all of them. But his offensive rating is a 120, which is the highest among all NBA players last season. He's a big man, bro. He's taking more efficient shots. taking layups. something. Please give me something other than advanced. Just one. I just need one reason, please. Just one. That's what just he one. said. We didn't interrupt you. Nobody interrupt you. But you don't need right, to. Well, you, oh, we just said explain it without advanced analytics, and you just used advanced analytics again. Well, I just well, I you told me to explain my top three, so I did. So now you want me to explain without advanced analytics? We you don't even need to like go really in depth. Just give me one reason without advanced. Just one. Of why Le- LeBron's behind all three of them? Yes. He's aging. That's my reason. He spends a million on his body, bro. He's he's not going to get more. People have been saying that for years. You said potential. You said potential. My view on LeBron's potential is he's getting older. There's not, there's nothing like, there's nothing wrong with saying he's getting older. Like the last four. I don't think he's a player. He was two years ago. The last four or five off seasons. People have been saying that over and over again. And look what he did last year. He 
He won the Lakers a championship. AD did not win the Lakers a championship. He did not win the Lakers a championship. AD did not. This is fun. This is fun. Listen, listen. I'll act as the LeBron mediator. This is this is all I'm going to say. People have been saying LeBron's about getting older for years. That is true. What Graham's saying. People have said he won't be able to perform or continue to do what he does. Yet year in and year out, he continues to prove people wrong. So with we've that already being seen said, the first three games. He's getting balls spiked into the stands. With that being said, with that being said, Chenny, I think you're forgetting to mention another big factor is that this is the shortest offseason in NBA history. So he also had less time to prepare for the season and rest his body. But with that being said, you're gonna you're gonna end up being proven wrong unless LeBron actually does have a fallout this season. And like produces significantly less than he has been, which I just don't anticipate happening. Not the way he. I will be here. I will be here sitting in this podcast when we all come back and say LeBron's not best, not the best player in the NBA anymore. I look forward to that. That's my deal. We're running out of time, so we got to go to our final segments. Quickly, quickly, quickly! Is there any overlying thoughts about anyone's list? No, no, no. Before, Let's just move on. Let's call it. You've heard, no, 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 you've heard just, everything. Any, Let's call it. Paul George. I didn't have Paul George in my top 20. I did it. No Paul George in my top 20. Okay, well, you're just dumb for that, but whatever. Yeah, that's absurd. You didn't complain about it. He's not that's on my absurd. top 20. These are 20 yeah, players better you, than Paul George. Because you... Who's your number it was 20? Overshadowed. It was overshadowed by putting LeBron at... Kenny, Jamal Murray. Did you have Jamal Murray in your top 20? I had Brandon Ingram at my 20. <laughs> Okay, so you put Brandon You're in a your clown. Room. You're a clown. You're a clown. Over Paul George, yes. You're a clown. Chenny probably looks at the fantasy basketball position ranking. Okay. All right, all right. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to counteract my points from last episode. The Clippers just got killed without Kawhi, and what did Paul George do? Nothing. They got killed. He, didn't, he can't okay, lead a team. Okay, so. Clearly, he can't lead a team without so Kawhi. Paul, well, Chenny, don't, don't mention that without mentioning that those are your Clippers, buddy, who you have winning the Western my Conference Clippers. Championship. Those are my Clippers. I just said, this is going to go against my point from last episode, but those are my Clippers. Paul George is a very good Robin. <laughs> Batman Robin. Like sidekick. Paul George is a very good sidekick. There you go. Sidekick, not Robin. Moving on. Okay. Okay. Well, no, no, no. On. The only, the only oh Robin God. that's going on today is your Robin Paul George of his spot in the top 20. Uh-huh. That was corny. Now let's move on. Now let's yeah. move on. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to high and cold. Uh, anyone want to start it off or should I? You go. All right. I'll start off. So first, um, my cold team is Michigan State. Even they play, they play a very tough schedule, but they still just haven't been winning games at the level that um, – People really expected out of them. They've lost three games in a row to Northwestern, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, all top 25 teams. But still, if you want to, if they want to be elite, like they have to win those games. And I feel like they should have at least won one. So they're my cold team. My hot team, another Big Ten school. I think everyone's expecting this. The Northwestern Wildcats. They're three and zero to start uh, Big Big Ten play. They got soup. They're playing Iowa tonight, which I don't. I don't know. I'm not too uh, too optimistic about that game. 
going up against Luca Garza, but they're super hot right now, so they definitely could win it. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, I'll go. My Colts is going to be the Vikings. Uh, they had their chance to make the playoffs. There's a couple of things happened, but they've just been losing and losing and losing. Oh, someone's face on me. Someone go. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, I, I declined it. All right. My hot is going to be the Packers. The Packers um, just won the division, and uh, they're looking really hot. They, Yeah, I know. They beat the Titans, who were also contending, and uh, they looked very dominant in that game. So I think they're going to ride this momentum in the playoffs and make a Super Bowl run. All right, I'll go. My Colts Washington football team, my hot is the Leeds United soccer team in England. Leeds is Leeds won, I think they won seven, six nothing today. I uh, love Leeds. They're playing very well in the first year up back up in the Prem. And the football team, because they let me down, with my, uh, what do you call that? My pick or my, my, my mortal lock last episode. And because of the whole Dwayne Haskins situation there, my cold until they win again. Advanced analytics in the lead soccer team. All right. Um, so for my hot and cold, um, again, I'm rolling with the Bills at hot. They 12 and three, um, second in the FC. Um, coming off of a big win on Monday Night Football. So um, I'm just going to keep them up there. They're one of the top teams in the league. Um, transitioning to the NBA for my cold, I've got the Pistons. They're 0-3. They're playing the Warriors in around an hour. Um, Damian Lee is coming off of a big game winner. And I, I understand and accept that the Warriors aren't the team they used to be, but I, I think and I hope that they'll be good enough to beat the own three Pistons today. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. All right. Never mind. Leeds won five, nothing. My apologies. Five, nothing. All right. Here we go. Final section, you know, probably my favorite section, the mortal locks coming up. So yeah, I'll start it off. <laughs> well, Aiden goes, goes and gets his lucky sunglasses. Um, so, you know, th this one was tough. There's a lot of good, uh, college basketball games coming up, a lot of close ones. So I, I had a tough time choosing this one, but I'm going to have to go with, uh, the game starts in an hour, Florida state Clemson. I'm going with Clemson favored by one and a half points. Should be a really close game. I don't think Florida's really been challenged this year yet. And, um, and I think Clemson's very good. So. Uh, really quickly, yeah. really quickly. Let's go over records. I'm 0-2. 1-1. 1-1. Ever since the glasses, bro, I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> We're all 1-1. One one. Oh, yeah. Um, most, all most, of are, most of us are 1-1. One one. All right, I'll go next. Um, switching gears here. Over to, um, over to college football. I've got um, Oklahoma. Um, they're supposed to, they're projected to win by three points against Florida. I've got them covering the game. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, listen, you know what? I like that. You know what? I like that. Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, um, declared for not the draft. Playing. He's sitting out. They're not playing. Florida has two starting wide receivers that aren't going to play. Um, a cornerback just opted out. So, um, they're a little shorthanded. Obviously, still going to have Kyle Trask um, still in the um, uh, 
Heisman candidacy. So anything can happen. I don't love to bet against Florida, but um, I feel pretty confident that Oklahoma can pull this one out, especially with the best catcher in college football not playing. So I like that actually. I didn't think about. I forgot Pitts declared for the draft because he's hurt. All right. My next. Oh yeah, go ahead. Are you Aiden? All right, I need a dub. I, I need a dub really badly. I'm 0-2. I haven't won yet. I got to change things up. I'm wearing a hat I got for Christmas, so hopefully that will help me out. But uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going Liverpool pull minus one against Newcastle United across the pond. I need, I need a W from Liverpool minus one. Does that mean they went by more than one goal? I mean, yes. All right. I've never been a bigger Newcastle fan. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One, you're one on one guy here, but no, no more losses for the whole podcast. I'm not going to lie. One and oh, since the sunglasses. One and oh, since the shades. And it's going to continue when I take the plus 5.5 Miami Heat versus Milwaukee. Um, I think they. <laughs> I really don't like betting on NBA or making my mortal lock on NBA because there's so much things that can happen. But I, th- I think that he could he could cover this and uh, maybe even win the game. So that's that's my mortal. All right, perfect mortal locks. Good episode. That was fun. I had a fun time doing that. Anyone else? Any comments? Um, Happy New Year. Rob James is still the greatest player in the NBA. <laughs> Happy New Year, uh, New Year's episode coming out soon, college yeah. football, NFL playoffs preview.